Welcome and thank you for joining us. At Worship Harvest, we believe that we are a movement of the gospel, discipleship, and mission. And we are committed to catalyzing spiritual, social, and economic renewal in our immediate communities. And as a result, the world. Here is this week's teaching. Sometimes you are an entrepreneur and no one understands you. So someone thinks you've really lost it. Um, Steve Jobs, Elon Musk is doing is quite unreasonable. So that's the calling for an entrepreneur. But also to take peace and be comfortable also being an employee. Because entrepreneurship is quite stressful and what is demanded of you is quite huge. And if you can't pull it off, it's still okay to be an employee, to know that your contribution is in employment. Like uh, Dr. has said, you can go through employment into entrepreneurship, but you could also have, uh, you know, tried out entrepreneurship and you go back to employment. <laughs> you realize, you know, you are humbled and, and you go back into entrepreneurship, I mean into employment, and it is still okay. I recall about two weeks ago you were talking about your experience, having worked for some people um, where the average age, I think, you could see there was no uh, progression. And then that loose wire of yours that you're talking about being an entrepreneur got got sparked at that point. Yeah. Nice. So, good people, it it is noble to be in employment. If indeed the bug bites you in the course of your employment to start that business, well and good. Some people start businesses alongside Uh, jobs and then they move. Others just decide, I'm going to be a career employee, and that is very noble. So we thank you, gentlemen, for the validation for some of us who have made a career in employment. We thank you very much. So now... I think that (laughs) the ones who do hustles alongside employment really excel at none. At none? Yeah. Ah, that's a cautionary tale. Uh, Why do you say that? You can't be good at both. You see, you're being an employee as well as an entrepreneur. You just won't. So if just at, at some point you've got to be... Be honest with yourself. You see, you're, you're, you're underperforming at your place of work and mm-hmm. underperforming at the business. And all you do is actually fund the business. And you're unable to really analyze the, 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 the specifics and fundamentals of the business. So you, you're moving money from the left hand to the right hand. Nothing much. Cautionary tale there. At some point, if you have a side hustle... You've got to pick and decide whether it's going to be a side hustle or a main hustle or stay in employment. Yeah. Fantastic. So, to get into employment, there are a couple of stages. Um, we all are familiar with the application, the resume, the interviews, and all that. But before that, there's the pre-entry. What do we need to be doing before we even write that application, before we even see the job? I'll start with you, Director, if you can lean into the pre-entry. What to do to prepare ourselves even before the job is advertised, even before we write that application? You need to have... One of the things you need to have is polish up your your CV. When did you last update it? Um, Now you have a skill that you added on. Please polish it up and update it. Let it be, um, you know, up to date. Mm -hmm. Number two, research about the company or the companies that you really want to work for. What are they doing? What are they in now? Where are they struggling? 
because <laughs> that also is very key. Are they planning to bring on a new product line? Are they trying to uh, expand into new territory? Are they opening more locations? Do a bit of research about the, 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 the company that, that you want to apply. Find out what their mission, their vision, their strategy, um, how many people work there, and what the market is saying about them. So that when you come in for the interview, you're really uh, being relevant. When did the company start? Mm -hmm. Who started it? And how has it grown to where it is? Yeah. Do your due diligence, your do, homework, do, do, exactly. on do, the do. industry, on the company, everything. Yes. You want to say some more about pre-entry? For me, I think it, it even starts way before that. Mm. Because um, I'm thinking about where I have been. Mm. I, I never had to look for a job. Someone headhunted me. Yeah? Mm -hmm. So it's because I was outstanding in everything I did at the, in my course at the university, in my internship. Even before that, I, I remember um, when we started doing clinical work and I was very not confident at, about some procedures. So I decided to use relational capital to go to a hospital far up country in Kabale and spent three weeks extracting teeth. I wanted to learn how to do that. And oh, so you needed a no one to told me to go there. Okay. It was just the holiday time. I went, I said I need to master to do this thing. I went under, you know, uh, a doctor there, because my dad helped call the, the head of the hospital. My dad is a doctor. Okay. So he used to work for the Ministry of Health. So he called the head of the hospital there and said, my son would like to come and, you know, do volunteer. this. Yeah, volunteer. Um, I had a cousin who was a, an intern doctor there, so I was staying with him. Mm. And I learned that. Doctors everywhere in your family. Yes, yeah. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so by the time um, internship ended, uh, someone was looking for a dentist to work for them. And they approached me and I said no. Because my dream was actually to go and work in Kigali. I'd made noise about it, I'd prayed about it, I told people to pray for me to get a job in Kigali. Why? I just had been reading about how they needed dentists okay. and they were paying them so well. The research you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Where the opportunities yes. are? Yeah. So, um, surprisingly, I actually got two job offers. So the Kigali job offer came. Wow. wow. And I had to consider that, mind I wasn't looking for a job at that point. I was saying, do I really need to continue in this career or should I get out? Because I felt I'd gone somewhere for an elective in another country and compared myself with other dentists and were doing so badly. So I was driven to get to the same level as those people. So I was like, either I give up or mm. I stay in this. So I wasn't really so fussy about a job. I've always been an entrepreneur, I think. So there was something taking care of me. Fantastic. Then. So yes. be so, outstanding in your academics. Yeah, be outstanding. Uh, volunteer, get internships, just generally put time and effort in being an yeah. outstanding person. Yeah, let so me tell you, because of that, so the job offer from Kigali came. Because someone heard that I was looking for a job in Kigali. And, but they had a condition that I should uh, contract for five years without leaving. So I said, no. What if I want to get married? What if I want to go to study? What if I said, no, that's not the kind of job I want? the good job will come. So then someone, uh, a local dentist, offered me a job as well. And I took it on. And I never ever had to apply for a job. So if you're outstanding, yeah. 
people are going to look for you. Yeah. Excellence, excellence in what we do. Yeah. yeah the, the assumption is that you're good. You see. Mm. So please do not apply if you're not good. If no one has commended you about the work you do, how good you are, then stay at home. Because the thing is, if you are doing this research and, and <laughs> if you're doing this research and doing due diligence on your prospective employer, mm. we are assuming that you're really having the talent and the skill set that the employer needs. That's fundamental, that's foundational. If you do not have the skill set, then regardless, you won't be employed. Yeah. Can I add something to please, that? Please, please. So there's someone who approached me like two years ago and they had an idea how to help me transform my business. So I was like, this is a good person. I, at, that moment, at that moment, I couldn't afford to employ them. But I was like, this is another way of actually looking for employment. Identify a problem that you can solve for that person. They probably don't know that they have the problem. And then you bring it to their attention. That way, it's, you're, you're, you're so different from yes. the other people who are trying to get in by saying, I want a job. No, come and show what you can solve. People want problems solved. Solutions. They want solutions, yeah. So that way you are way above the pack. There's one who came and told me he wanted to solve a problem I didn't have. <laughs> so he hadn't done his research? No, he said he wanted to solve a problem. So I asked him, what problem do you want to solve? He said, just give me one shop and leave me and you'll see. I said, no, no, no. no. <laughs> you know what? A for ingenuity. Yeah. <laughs> I said, no. <laughs> that was quite quick. Exactly. Yeah. We don't have a problem you want to solve. <laughs> nice, I like that. So that's pre-entry. Now we are at application stage. Yeah. We've done the research. We want to work at Code Clinic. We want to watch, work at uh, Vine Pharmaceuticals. And we know they were both founded by Director Grace and Dr. Mugabe. We know you, 1986 is when it started. You know, we know the details. How do we get on with the application? Polishing up your CVs and all that. So now we're at the application level. How do we start with the resume, the application, everything? Who wants to go first? Um, I think it's good to get out and look at what the current formats of resumes are. And, you know, right to that, there are different resumes for different industries. So just look out. It doesn't hurt to get on the net LinkedIn. and check what's going on. I mean, you're already on the internet using TikTok and all those other things. Just, just spend a few minutes looking for what it looks like to make a proper resume for your industry. You'll find so many uh, templates that you can use for that. Um, what I could add on is write things that you understand. Okay? Mm -hmm. So um, don't use terminologies you also don't understand. So <laughs> in, your, in your CV, you use words that uh, only Honorable Mbide can use. And then when we ask you what that means, you also don't know. Okay. <laughs> so the, the other thing is, but, but own the paperwork. Let it be your paperwork, which reminds me of the story. Mm. Mm -hmm. So this guy, this guy is applied for a job, and what this prospective employer did, received them in, and then said, okay, rewrite your application letter. There was, there was gnashing of teeth 
Oh my goodness. Because people had not written their own application letters. And so they didn't know what to write. And that alone should be like entry level. Mm. Own what you have written. Know when were you in primary school, when were you in secondary school, and when were you at tertiary level or post-tertiary. Own, know the years. So sometimes I could ask you, uh, so which years were you in Olivo? And you also don't know which years you are in Olivo. That means you have actually doctored this what? CV. Initially, I used to be very pessimistic. I'll get the whole CV and divide it by two. I just know all, all these are lies, 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 lies. Why? People um, give so much credit to themselves. You're like, you've just finished school. You have 16 pages of a CV. About what? <laughs> About what, really? <laughs> if I don't divide that by two, yeah. you sang in the choir, you are in evangelism, you are the treasurer of the Koba Zambogo, you were. No. <laughs> no. That's what they have. <laughs> Use what you have in your hands. <laughs> Tell me, a hobby is still a thing to put in CVs? I, 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 I thought I'd ask that. Um, I like reading watching movies, you know those? <laughs> no. <laughs> Listening to Christian songs. <laughs> and I don't think that uh, the employers will go that far in your, in your CV to look at that because the, the marketplace is so competitive and you had better have skills to sell you. Um, the internships, yeah, you've volunteered, the yeah, problems you've solved. Exactly. So it's a waste of time, I think, going that far. I don't see how it would win you unless you have a very outstanding hobby that is so unique. Like what? Mountain climbing. I don't know, maybe naming birds <laughs> in the forest. <laughs> Mountain yeah. climbing, by the way, endurance and all that. I not leave it behind. Even these hobbies, we should scaled. be very careful about. Uh, a friend of mine said she liked walking. So she, she went to work some, uh, someplace, and they didn't give her transport. They said, uh, you like walking? Uh, please exercise the hobby. <laughs> <laughs> only director, only director. Really? True story, by the way. True, 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 true story. They told her, exercise the hobby now. <laughs> Doctor, can you kindly lean into this whole matter of references? It's an important one. Oh, yes, uh, references. It's, you know... There are references you, you, you need to put credit, people who don't know, who, who are not your friends and relatives, because they are going to speak only nice, they are going to pol- say very nice things which don't exist about you, because they want you to get that job. Mm-hmm. But it's good to, so just avoid putting your friends as your references, and then your family members. It's good to put a reference of someone you've worked with professionally, or maybe a former teacher, like maybe a lecturer at the university, they can say something vouch about, for you. yeah, vouch for you, or say something honest about how you work. Um, because we are going to call those references, and if I find out that, I'll, I'll ask, how do you know this person? And tell me, oh, this is, I'm, I'm an uncle too. Yeah. Already, I'm like, yeah. no, yeah. I. I and if I ask you and you say, oh, this person keeps time, this person does what, you have nothing good to say, I, I write off that reference. So you better put other references, other than friends and family. 
Yeah. What would my mother say about me mm. if I put her as a, as a referee? And you're trying to get a job. Exactly. Yeah. She will give me skills that I don't have. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Before we get into the interview process, uh, just to wrap up this segment of applications, there's, 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 a, there's a platform that we can't ignore, which is LinkedIn. Yeah. Because now professionals, uh, employers, are going first to people's LinkedIn profiles yeah. uh, to do scouting, you know, search by, yeah. you know, this, this particular skill. So if you're out there and you're LinkedIn, one, if you don't have a LinkedIn profile, have one. If you haven't updated it, like director was saying, update your resume with your latest skills and what you're accomplishing and put your good record out there. Another one I've heard is mind your virtual habits and your social footprint. Yeah, you want to speak yeah, to that? Yeah. Yes. Um, the virtual world is real. Yes. I will serve virtual posts. Yeah. So just in case you're there dicing people, dicing organizations, being abusive, the virtual world keeps a good record of what you are saying and your views about, uh, let's say, your former employers. Are also on the on the on, on the internet, so um, there will be a background check. True. Yeah. You want to say something? Yeah, the internet never forgets. Mm -hmm. So, be careful what you post, especially if you think you want to be in a professional environment. Um, yeah, be careful. What you have to think about what you do before you do it. Um, if you have uh, pictures out there of you uh, drinking and getting wild, and then you want to be in a very uh, corporate space, uh, better go and delete those things. So ask, find a way of getting them off the internet. Or oh, at least repent. Yes. <laughs> Just clean up before you come, uh, come out uh, ask for such jobs. Because we are going to look out yes. there. And it's, it tells us a lot more than what you're telling people in the interview. So now you have, you've, you've done your pre-entry, your resume was good, you got shortlisted you have been asked to roll up for the interview Monday, bright and early, at 8 a.m. Yeah. How do we start? How do we get ready for the interview? First, maybe, uh, let me go to, let me first take us back a little bit. The email, sometimes you are, you're, you're asked to email your, your, your paperwork. Get a decent email address. You get... Um, <laughs> I see. Rosie Sexy, yeah. uh, 1996, um, really doesn't cut it. You can open a new email address that is more decent. But if we see flower Rosie Sexy, um, we, we, we may develop a bias up front. Yeah. Can it open test on another email? Yes. Did it open? Did you even attach? Did you? Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. And try not to submit on the submission deadline. Because yeah. everybody will be doing that. The servers will be jammed. So you want to give yourself a lead time of a day or two. By the way, you might remember something and have the opportunity to change it. So lastminute.com is of yeah. the past. Yeah. Be early. Not even on time. Be early. Yeah. So Monday, 8 a.m., you've received the email that you wanted. We've received your application. Congratulations. Would like to have a chat with you. Monday, 8 a.m. What do we do the entire weekend and a couple of days before that? How do we prepare for the interview and what do we do in the interview? I thought, find out where the place is. Because it does, you're going to arrive late and that shows so bad on you. Eh? Prepare. Um, ask people who are already employed how do I dress up? How do I speak? What do I do? 
they give you tips. You have so give us the tips now. How do I speak? How do I dress up? <laughs> We're asking you. <laughs> well, let me give that to Director Chris. <laughs> okay. Uh, at least be, don't be casual. Dress up. It's the time to impress with. Yeah? Dress up, not yeah, down. Yeah, dress up, not down. Arrive like you If you're going to a corporate job, where in a formal way, yeah? Sorry, a corporate way, mm, yeah? Mm. Um, don't wear jeans for such a job. I even think even if it's informal, I think are on I, the side of caution. I think no? dress up Yes. and then you'll be told to dress down. down. The other way is harder. Yes, other than people wondering what happened to you. Um, dress beyond... Then they say, hey, tone it down. You know, it's okay to have a casual shirt like mine. Uh, flow mm. a different wing of the same place. So it would be helpful to come in early and inquire where the interviews are going to take place. Early is, what time is early? An hour earlier. You know, there's a time I went for an interview. Uh, I, I also went through employment. Hey, hello. <laughs> <laughs> but when I reached the place, I was told, no, the interviews are actually at Sheraton. And you had a lead time of an hour. Yes. So I was able to look, relocate to Sheraton. Uh, these guys had rented out uh, a, a boardroom in the, in the Sheraton to, to interview us. So just because they've said the place, their office is on Kampala Road, the interview location may be in a different location altogether. So it may be on a different floor. It may be in a different wing. Mm. So better make sure that you know how to get there. You know, we're assuming that all interviews are physical, virtual preparation. Do you want yes. to speak to virtual preparation? Yes. If uh, it's a virtual interview, then you had better be familiar with the equipment you're going to use or the software. If it's Zoom, get on and practice with Zoom. If it's Microsoft Teams, get familiar with that. If it is Google Meet, get familiar with all that. Get to see how to make a presentation there. Let it not be your first time where you're saying, you know, I, I have never used uh, Teams. <laughs> no, it doesn't show. And my, 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 my app is still downloading. Yeah. Not the time. It's not the best impression. Load up on data. Yes. And is get your Wi-Fi yeah. connection good? Yes. Yeah. So if you're on Wi-Fi, make sure you have enough data. You can easily switch yes. uh, gadgets. You charged your gadgets overnight. Don't say Yaka has gamed. <laughs> um, <laughs> check that you have enough data. Check that you have enough power. <laughs> so that, you know, the, 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 the laptop is well charged and you're comfortable. And background. the background is, is you know, it's covered. Don't, don't show us your a blood Yaka. background. Yes. At the same time, not one of a beach uh -huh. <laughs> back, backdrop. Also, dressing virtually matters. Yes. Yeah, you can't be in your nighty. <laughs> on, 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 on that interview yeah. just because you're in your comfortable oh, you space. they were not going to ask you to show your video. Yes. You could make that blunder. Yes. So be prepared to show your video and look your sharpest. Yeah, I mean, you can't oh have an goodness. interview without your face. It's, it's going to be, unless they said it's a phone call, but your face is your best foot forward, if I could say. Visibility. Eh? People need to see you to know you, to trust you. So you have to show your face. You can't be with your Zoom video off. And chicken, chicken in the background. <laughs> you know, sometimes you hear a cock 
growing, growing in the background, then that would interview. Make sure that there are no background noises. Um, sometimes you have a siren, maybe some big person is passing by, and that might interrupt the interview process. When you meet somebody on the panel that you know, what are the rules of engagement? Please do not assume you don't know them. Do not go like, uh, Shepard Mona, <laughs> I greet you in the name Praise of our Lord. Lord. <laughs> <laughs> assume you do not know them until they say they know you. If they don't say they know you, leave it like that. Do not invite them in your... Can I ask a question? Sure. Shouldn't you declare the conflict of interest immediately and say, I'd just like to state for the record, I go to the same church as Director Grace or Mr. Grace Manura? I'm wondering, that whole conflict of interest... I'm dynamic. thinking, just keep quiet. Don't answer questions you've not been asked. asked. I'm a bit hesitant on that one, as you can it's see. It's okay. I think it's okay to... to to declare it politely without being familiar in this conflict of interest world and you know people are usually very willing quick to catch any mistakes and I think it's okay to err in this on the side of caution so Mona let me ask you yes if you were uh, someone's godmother that's different so I say oh Mona is my godmother yes actually yes you need to declare that conflict of interest you do need to. Okay. You do need to and say, I have a personal relationship with uh, Dr. Mugabe. Yeah. For the record, I'd like it to state. Yeah. And without getting too familiar. And I think it will show a level of professionalism mm -hmm. and ethics comes into, into play. And I think you score there on ethics, but you need to. For me, I wouldn't. I would declare that much later at the point of employment could be an ethical dilemma. Sometimes you need to get into it mm -hmm. immediately, but indeed, uh, we can pick and choose what works. Okay. But familiarity, uh, you meet somebody, you know, rules of engagement. Yeah, don't, um, as he said already, don't be, you know, so familiar. Just keep it formal. Just because you know them, don't, again, then delve into... Yeah, don't try to show... Like Welcome back from garage. <laughs> but you're trying to get favor from them. Just present your best self so that the panel can choose, uh, can see those things that you bring to the table, not trying to get someone to favor you. What do you say about, I'm trying to project a very serious image, so smiling, laughing. Are they ones who are free, who are, who, who are expressive, who are jokey? or they are serious. If it's a serious environment, do not try to be uh, funny. Uh, funny okay? You may crack a joke and no one on the panel smiles. Okay? Then you, are in, you, know, you have to roll up your own joke and humbly go away with it. Okay? So read, you have to have like a, a sixth sense. Say, what is it like here? Okay? Do peop are people relaxed? Is the panel relaxed? And again, like we were saying earlier, if, if, if you are, normally the person is, pay, say, five meters away, make sure that you're decently dressed, that you have a skirt, or you don't, you don't only come with a blouse. <laughs> Director. Okay. So the thing, if you've given us five meters away, then 
be decently covered not kavi covered yeah is there any um guidance for gentlemen uh scents and that type of thing uh what is decent your for beard, a man your uh-huh. hair uh color preferably to avoid color unless god has naturally colored yours like mine mm-hmm. um but groom 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 your beard very well be neat if you're a gentleman please brush okay please make sure you, 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 your order is you know you're not like a he got you know so because some people have a very strong you know and that already creates a, 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 an impression you, you may have walked the venue <laughs> That's why it is important it, to be early because you cool down. Exactly, because some people walk in and they are sweaty and the shirt is all sticky. Um yeah. Maybe so, you can carry a deal on your way to If you have it. Mm. You have, yeah. yeah. Mm. But it would be important to to look fresh. Mm. Yeah, and cooled off. Carry an extra shirt you may you may need to yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's very that's that's very I helpful. also think because you have done your preparation you are confident that should give you the confidence to appear confident before the people mm. if you know that you're genuine that you you're offering your very best you should that should give you the confidence to appear before a panel and just put it out there that if they don't choose you Say they are the losers <laughs> nice yeah but if you have nothing to offer of course you have every reason to be not confident before that panel So then, now, okay. Of course, eh? Um be 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 confident in yourself. Don't begin with thank you so much for inviting me. I'm so 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 honored. Uh I didn't know I would get here. Um <laughs> You're actually dovetailing. You're dovetailing to the next one. So now you have made it to the panel. I want you to continue so answering. So I, I thank the Lord and yourself. I thank each one of you um for bringing me here. I didn't know I would make it if it wasn't for Aunt Mona. Mm. I wouldn't be here. Oh dear. No. Yeah. Yeah. So now introducing yourself let's start there yeah let's start yeah. um f- first if we go back to the, the 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 research that you've done i've heard people say this company was started by a lady called grace munira and <laughs> epic uh, fail and, epic uh, fail yeah <laughs> let's do more di- di- diligence than that so now you're in um sit comfortably and get to the point of what you've been asked. Um there's this thing, basic thing. Um why did you apply to this company? If they ask you that question, answer it. Do not I have had this to pursue my career. Da. That's a selfish angle. It's a selfish motive. You have already done due diligence. Then answer it in a way that says I'm aware that this company is going to expand in the East and Central Africa in the next 5 years and I'm aware that there has been funding that has been gotten to to help do this. So I bring on board a skill set knowledge that would actually make this company a lot better. So sell yourself in a way that benefits the company your prospective employer let your employer see that it is better to have you on board yesterday yeah i think it's it 
it's so bad to go to a place to work there when all you want is maybe just a salary or just to pursue your career. It's so bad. You're not going to be to maximize your time there. So personally, I, I, I like to, when I'm interviewing people, I, I like to refer them to the places where they'll thrive. Be like, you, you don't know anything about this place. You don't know the vision. You haven't known about the mission. So just go where you think that you have a reason to wake up every day, not just, oh, because I must survive, I must just go to this job. Okay, you must survive. Get your, if you're looking to get there, at least sell in the interview. You can tell that, you know what, I know that you are going to this and this. I would like to work with you for this period of time to help you uh, go to this point. I'm, I'm hoping I can also get this skill uh, so you're offering like a win-win for the em- em- pos- for potential employer and they'll see how they can work with you. They know that you're a target worker, you'll come in for this time and that and you, there's a skill you're bringing to them, there's something they'll teach you. Then they'll see that, oh, this person is really someone I can work with, they're not going to waste time. And of course when you're there, don't waste the time. Learn what you're supposed to learn, help that company go to the next level and also then you go and do your next thing. When you're asked, what gets you up in the morning? Please don't say to Susu. (laughs) (laughs) When they say, (laughs) what gets you up in the morning? It is, what are you passionate about? What are you willing to contribute to the world, even if the world paid you less? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Only, Only you. Only you, director. You know, this brings me back to the need for public speaking skills. And in the pre-preparation, things to invest in is go for public speaking engagements. You know, learn how to speak because how you introduce yourself, is it short, punchy, to the point, and keeping people interested in what you have to say next. You know, energetic uh, and yet not boastful, but confident and projecting. So these are skills you learn by people who train to help people speak. Public speaking is very important. Uh, Practice. Speaking fluent English, I get people who say Iwe. Mbenu, Hati. Why only from that area? Ah, uh-uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> There's Mbu. Mbu, aha. Uh-huh. Then you have this, it's like, it's as like in, um, as in, you get. You get you get so the the patient eh, so you get so 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 vernacular and slang should be no nos no no they are no nos no. we're in english yeah. let's stay in english if it's swahili or french stay in that language or dialect don't mix slang don't mix vernacular no we are not being too elitist uh, when we do, when we when we don't allow for vernacular we're ugandan we are proud to be ugandan why are we disparaging our own language no, I don't think it's being elitist. There's a place for being street smart, but you should know when you're in a professional environment that switch on the professional gear, and then when it's time to be street smart, be street smart. Uh, you don't have to do it in the interview. Nice. I quite like that. There's always this question. Who are your heroes? Who do you look up to? You're laughing. <laughs> <laughs> There is one. How do we there's answer? A, 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 yes. How do we um, answer? There is a, 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 a girl we interviewed. So we asked her, who, who is your hero? The girl said, my mother. My mother has done a lot for us. My mother has been there for us. The girl started weeping. 
Okay. My mother's been there. When my father left us, my father was there. And my mother, uh, my mother. They said, ah, no. Ah, no. So, not so our mothers? If, uh, not your mother, not your father. Okay? But they're my heroes. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. You grow, we hope that by the time you're here, you have matured and you have other heroes apart from your mother and father. Just like you did not put your mother and father as your referees. Okay. Then there are other people who have contributed uh, to where you are. And so okay, what so we take it as a given, your parents, your, the people who raised you, your guardians, everybody, those are a given. Yeah, we, so now we look for... We acknowledge they yeah. a given. So look for other people to inspire you. Um, I mean, if you've gone through school, you've read about other people who have done amazing things, and you probably have to find out why are they being praised about this and that. Those can be your heroes. Just read widely. Don't stay in your cocoon. Yeah? Then there's... Tell us about a challenge you have dealt with recently. How do you answer that question of you know, what challenges, what problems you have solved. Yeah. How do you answer a question like that? Especially as we are saying we want to be solution-oriented. There is there's a, star, a star principle, S-T-A-R. Star. Okay. Star. So describe the situation as it is. We were in a situation where we had negative cash flows. The T, that's the task. What was your task? If, you, if the company had negative cash flows and you were making tea for the employees, then you are just looking on. But want to know what was your task in this whole saga. Then the A is the actions. What did you do in resolving the, 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 the challenge? Then the R is the result. So there was a situation where we had negative cash flows for two years. Mm. And the task at hand was for, uh, for me to make sure that we liquidate uh, aging stock to make sure that we get sales. Uh, so the actions we took while we discounted the price, uh, were able to sell in the west, in the south, and made sure that nothing expired. The result was a cash flow positive within six I months. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Then you're able to actually sell yourself. Star more. technique. Yes. I like that. I yeah. like that. You want to say something? No. Thank you very much. We have just time for one question. How important is the salary scale when looking for a job? How do you, yes, how important is the salary scale? Please speak to that. <laughs> Personally, my personal thing would be you, 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 you don't bring it up, at least on the first interview. Mm. Because you may have a, a series of interviews. In this case, you want your foot in the door. Mm. So don't be the one to say, how much do you guys pay? That's not a great question. It's not a great question to ask, especially on the first interview. Mm. If the conversation proceeds maybe to the third, then you could ask the scale. You know what? It's inevitably going to be asked, so don't ask it. Exactly. Be prepared with your response. Yes. Among the questions you asked, do you have any questions for us? That should not be a question. No. Because it's going to be asked of you. Exactly. So much rather prepare. Yes. With your response. Yes. And I don't think that um, organizations at that stage, organizations are really, you know, looking among many to get the three. So you don't know where you rank. Mm. They, are, they are actually, in the, on the first interview, their main aim is to eliminate. Mm. Yeah, so they're saying no, 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 no. And so 
don't be the one to create your own no help yourself by you know yes proceed to the next level at least thank you very much yeah. it's been a very engaging discussion uh, time always uh, moves quickly when we are having a good time uh, but we hope uh, to 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 do some more of this engagement uh, next uh, weekend or next Sunday. But before we end this segment, we're talking about discipleship in business, we're talking about being grown and mentored, but what about your personal life? Are you being discipled? Are you, being, are you in a family uh, to be discipled? And in this particular case, in the family of Jesus Christ, we make an appeal, I'm making an appeal to you, if you're not yet in a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, if you don't have him as your Lord and Savior, this is the day, this is the hour, this is the time for you to come into the family of Christ, to come into the body of Christ, wherein you will be discipled and grown into the competence and character of Jesus Christ. So I'm giving you an opportunity uh, this morning, and I'm going to lead you through a simple prayer, after which when you've said that prayer, you'll be a child in the kingdom of God, in the body of Christ. Dear Lord, Dear Lord, thank you for this day and for the gift of salvation. Thank you for your grace that abounds for me to accept you in my heart. And with my mouth, I confess and in my heart I believe that you are my Lord and Savior. I invite you into my life, Jesus Christ. Take my life and do something significant with it. All this I prayed, believing and trusting in your son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And with that simple prayer, you are a child of God. You have entered the family of Jesus Christ and we welcome you very much. On the screen is a number uh, which you can text or WhatsApp plus 256-775-642-449. On the other end of that line is somebody who will help you make sense of this decision, who will plug you into a mission or community, into the body of Christ here at Worship Harvest Ministries. But before we close this segment, we'd like to remind you that on Monday at 7 p.m. we have a program on Harvest Radio, Be Your Own Boss, and for a lot more of these conversations that we're having, that Director Grace, uh, Dr. Stephen and I participate in is the School of Practical Business, which is part of Harvest Institute. Please go to the Worship Harvest Ministries website or social media pages. Look up Harvest Institute. We have the School of Practical Business, the School of Leadership, the School of Ministry. These are very good and challenging growth spaces where such topics as these are discussed in detail. We want to support business owners, business leaders to grow and thrive and excel in their businesses. So please go to our social media and our website, uh, worshipharvestministries.org, and you'll find lots of useful information. But please look out for Harvest Institute, School of Practical Business, School of Leadership, School of Ministry. Thank you very much, and we look forward to seeing you next Sunday, 7.20. Catch you then. Have a good day, and we'll see you in the garage that starts at 9. Thank you. Thank 
you for listening to this teaching. We hope that you've been blessed by the Worship Harvest Sermon Series. For more teachings and other resources, visit www.worshipharvest.org or call 0393-281-555. That is 0393-281-555. Territory, we break.